You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to season five. Our theme is Dear Mom and Dad. Hello, welcome back to season five of this Hong Kong Life. I am your host, Louis, and today I have a new guest with us, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. This is Zuha. Um, I'm 20 years old currently, and I am majoring in psychology under Andrews University. Um, an interesting fact about me would be that I, um, I am very intrigued by mental health, and it's one of the things that I actively advocate about. Other than that, I really enjoy playing basketball, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. All right, uh, really nice. So, now that we're going to get started off, I'm just going to straight up ask, what have you been up to? Because this period has been hard for some people, especially during COVID as well. Going out to do new things was hard, maybe, but maybe even sticking to your own routine was hard. So, let's get a little bit about what it's like to be you right now. Right, so I recently started going back to school on campus. Uh, in-person classes resumed, and after almost a year and a half of Zoom classes, it's a refreshing um, routine to get back to. I've been able to meet up and connect with friends that I had kind of lost contact with uh, because of, again, the uh, limitations that comes with you know isolation and. Um, the limited social interaction thanks to COVID. All right, I do get the sense that you are not particularly fond of Zoom. Uh, there might be something that's more valuable to that physical face-to-face -face experience. Is that right? Yes, for sure. Uh, if anything, I despise the app Zoom now because the past year and a half, I wasn't just taking my classes on it, but I tutor part-time, so I was giving classes over Zoom too. And I felt like it was one of the most limiting aspects of the entire pandemic. And um, especially being such a active and extrovert person. Yeah, that was something that really had me questioning a lot of the stuff going on in my life. All right. Interesting. And speaking of being extroverted, uh, this, I know the theme of this season is parents and specifically our relationship with them. But before that, we can get a little bit into friends because being extroverted means you like to go out with them it means you like that face-to-face -face contact so share with me a little bit what you do to bond with them and to kind of make sure you're still okay with them after all this time right so with a lot of my friends that are overseas um, I try and schedule calls with them just to make sure we're we're both okay and you know make time out of our lives to just catch up and see what's going on and how they're dealing with um stuff that is coming their way especially at this age where we're forced to adult <laughs> and um yeah you experience new things every day especially when you're overseas uh you know the lifestyle in hong kong versus uh, you know in a foreign land is so drastically different and to see people that i grew up with kind of um, facing these obstacles head-on is is a refreshing thing and i get to learn a lot from them and in, in the ways that they approach these um, difficulties, if you may. Would you say they help you get through it in a way, especially when you're sharing about these differences in your lifestyles? Maybe is it something that helps you to appreciate what you have right now? 
Or is it something that, you know, highlights maybe what might have been missing? I think something that my friends and I built on was really communal frustration. And I know it sounds like a funny word, but the truth to that is really because the entire COVID, um, the pandemic was such a blur with like constant changes over and over in the media and, you know, in our personal lives that a lot of the frustration and a lot of the uncertainty we were able to face it together um, in terms of them sharing bits and pieces of their lives and just being very upset and um, also kind of feeling like they've let down some of their family members which they weren't they weren't the ones to blame nor was anyone else other than the pandemic really and so despite like having those setbacks um, them being able to carry on with their lives and you know uh, go, fulfill their responsibilities was one of the things which I really admired because I'm the type of person where if I get into a slump it can be pretty difficult for me to be resilient but uh, seeing my friends who are not in Hong Kong really um, you know being able to face that head-on was something that I felt like I could really learn and apply into my personal life. It's funny that you say COVID is really a time of change because you also said that we're all in it together. And that can be quite a sore point for some people who have suddenly found themselves with a lot of time at home. And this can mean that they are suddenly exposed to their parents, their, for other family members for a lot longer than they're used to. They're no longer at school anymore. So can you tell us a little bit about how your relationship with your parents has developed over the pandemic? Um, this is a little bit of a sore subject for me, I think, because... Um, like what you mentioned just now, you know, being able to kind of spend more time with them. And it's not because I wanted to, it's more so I was forced to, I, I, like for the lack of a better word. Yeah, I was forced to because of, um, you know, isolation and just everything got shifted to like work from home, study from home um, and so on. I found that they were part of my... Uh, process of whatever it is I was doing a lot more whereas before I'd leave like eight in the morning and I'd come back at like six um, and they would just be kind of available or present in the beginning and end process but when things got shifted online they were more so present during the entire process of me figuring out my work life and to be very honest that was a little bit of a scary experience like that entire phase was hard to digest because i coming from a very um like not stereotypical but an ethnic background there's a lot of like expectation uh socially and culturally that's played that's placed upon you know brown kids and so having them be a part of what i was doing was kind of scary because i knew i was constantly on the lookout and trying to put on my best behavior or my best performance and a lot of the times while i was working um, i would say something or i would do something and i, I could feel like an eyebrow raise um, from my peripheral view like my dad would be like uh, you know he'd just act a certain way or my mom really and, and i'm not blaming any of them i'm just saying that if, to them it was um, almost eye-opening to see what my work and my school involves or asks for and yeah that was something that I didn't realize in the moment, but now looking at it 
in retrospect, I was, I was very critical of these things because, again, like with generation gap and, and stuff that comes along with it, um, yeah, they don't get to be a part of the process really with the way that, you know, the general um, lifestyle and routine goes about, especially in Hong Kong. I think that's really intriguing. Uh, the way that you say it used to be that you could just present to them the beginning and end and not have to worry about the rest of it, the process, the dirty bits, kind of the difficult tangled bits, and suddenly for them to be a part of all of that so that you couldn't give to them, I guess, what you really wanted to see. Suddenly it was everything that was exposed. So I can understand how that can feel somewhat restricting at times. Rewinding a second, going back from how you showed them your entire process and exposed a lot more than you usually did. Is there a way you could say instead that there was something that happened that made you feel, oh, I'm, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for you, or maybe you felt that their presence did benefit you in some tangible way? Um, right, so during this entire... Um time of like social isolation and whatnot there was a moment where I think I was very glad to have family around because my younger sister actually just finished her high school um, this past July I think it was and it was time for her to deci decide what um, tertiary education she's, she was going to partake in and I think this was one of the biggest decisions that we took as a family um, in terms of addressing where exactly she'd be going, what she'd be studying, uh, how long the, the program's going to be, and uh, really getting into like the analytics of it all. And I, the more I think about you know, that moment, um, the more I think I'm very grateful to have family truly. And I know it sounds sappy to, to, to many because it's such a usual thing to some, but when I compare it to the time where I was a high school student looking into my tertiary education, I had to look into everything, see the programs, my interests and whatnot, all on my own. And I had, again, like my parents weren't a part of my process, but with my sister, it was drastically different. And I think COVID definitely has a, like a big role to play in it. And yeah, just to see us reach this big decision for my sister, as a family was something that I was very grateful for. And I, I cannot imagine um, experiencing that without especially a parental figure. And like, just to touch on like the emphasis of parental figure, I know a lot of people that lost, you know, a parental figure during um, the pandemic. And I think that's what I kind of compared it to. You know, I, I was very, very grateful to have my parents ar around, have their, emotional, financial support, and all of that, you know, bracketed, bracketed in it, because if it weren't for them being the oldest in the house and having, you know, younger siblings, all that responsibility would have, you know, been handed to me. And I, I cannot imagine taking that on without my parents. So yeah, I think as a family, that was a big experience of gratitude, I'd say. All right, very poignantly put. So the theme for this season is Dear Mom and Dad. So, of course, I'm going to ask, if you could write a letter to your parents to communicate your thoughts, what would you say to them? What would be in this letter? Um, just for context, I am not a very um, 
verbally expressive person with my family. I, I'm a very outgoing and extroverted and would say whatever's on my mind type of person. Very impulsive with my friends, but I am a polar opposite with my family. Dear mom and dad, one thing that I'd like to let you guys know is that I am grateful. I know I'm not the most verbally expressive person when it comes to um, expressing how I feel with you know, our relationship or, or our bond really. But just know that I'm glad that, you know, we're, we're part of the same family and the efforts that you've put in raising me and the other two siblings, um, they don't go unrecognized. And I don't say this often uh, when I really should, but I'm grateful. Um, I have a lot of gratitude in the ways that you've raised me, the, way, the ways you've always been there. Um, to address anything that I'm, I'm facing, although it's difficult on my end to kind of word my emotions most of the time. And other than that, I know I have lots to deal with and lots to uncover as I'm growing closer to adulthood. And uh, with that being said, I just like to be sometimes left alone and allowing to be dealt with the cards that are handed to me just to gain a little bit more independence and um, yeah, like solidify the type of person that I am. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what I'd like for you guys to know. And yeah, I love you. All right, so just a little bit the end uh is there any advice or suggestions you want to give to the youth of today from your own experience or anything that you have learned i think to the youth one thing i'd say is that um, and this is what i've learned um ever since the pandemic outbreak was that sometimes things aren't your blessing and you're not the one to be blamed for it doesn't matter when it comes to friends, families. Yeah, having those figures in your life sure is is an amazing thing, but that doesn't um, that doesn't mean that you're gonna have an amazing bond with every single person. And you know, it's okay to accept that and kind of move on with it, because things they come in waves in lives, and the more you sit and kind of sob on things or about things that aren't working in your favor you're most likely missing out on experiences that could work in your favor and yeah you've got your entire life ahead and yeah don't let whatever emotion that you're having right now or you're experiencing right now limit you in any way because you do have the potential to grow um, and exceed in things that you probably haven't even dreamt of so take on every opportunity you get engage with people you never would have thought of engaging with and see what life and how life works out for you and you know all the best with whatever it is and just know that all your thoughts all your actions your behaviors they're a part of you they could be the ones to blame but not you you're not at fault uh, but things you put out they could definitely use some addressing yeah all right thanks suha um a lot of wisdom there especially for people who might feel they're at fault even though they weren't the ones to you know take on any of that responsibility themselves so thank you so much for being here with us today i really appreciate it thank you it was great being a part of this um and have a wonderful day or night wherever you are 
Thanks for listening. Season 5 is made possible by the Jockey Club Community Sustainability Fund. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time.